0: y'all, it's Thursday. It's time for another episode of the Late Night Vision Show. Thank y'all for joining us. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or anywhere <laughs> that's audio only version, uh, please give us a, a like or recommendation or share. Uh, you can even share it to your socials as well. I know with Spotify, you can share those, uh, your favorite podcast right to your show, uh, your social account and post it on there. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. I want to introduce my good buddy and the co-host of the show, I uh, am Mr. Jason Robertson. How's it going, bud?
1: It is going good, Hans. How are you today?
0: Good, good. We've got a, uh, this is our second review in a row. Uh, last week, we reviewed uh, uh, the iRay Hybrid. Today, tell them what we got, and we're, we're going to be showing them we, today.
1: Yeah, today we have got the Pulsar Talion XQ35 Pro. And we wanted to go ahead and push this review out. Uh, We have had this unit for a while. We've been testing it. Uh, It was a final production unit that uh, we were able to get our hands on, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago. So we've been Mm -hmm. using it for a while. I really like the unit. And we are being told that those units should be shipping any time, possibly, uh, possibly even by the time this show uh, hits this week. Uh, we're basically into the the first full week of August. And so if they're not here when this show is out uh, or when it's released, they'll be out uh, or be here very, very shortly. Uh, we are hoping to have them this week. So it is the Pulsar Talion XQ35 Pro. And uh, I'll go ahead and say this unit is $2,499. So right at $2,500. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some guys that are going to say, all right, hold on a minute. Um, I know what a Pulsar is on XQ38 is, and maybe I already own one of those, or I've seen one. How is this different? Uh, what's going on here? So I'm just going to give you the quick rundown before we even get into the review of what is the same and what is different. So let's just talk about what's different because that's a small list and that's going to be easier. <laughs> Generally speaking from the outside, you cannot tell the difference between these two unless you look at the little tag that says XQ35 Pro or XQ38. But there are a couple improvements. Uh, The the most significant improvement uh, is the fact that you're going to hear the Pro uh, in the name. And what the Pro means is it means that Pulsar has upgraded the thermal sensor. This is a 384 by 288 17 micron thermal sensor. And uh, what they've done is they've improved it to go to the sub 25 millikelvin uh, NETD rating. Now, uh, you go, wait a minute, you just said some big words there. What happens? Basically what that means is that it's a new improved sensor that is more sensitive. So you're going to get a little better image quality. uh, And what you're really going to see is when you get into the bad conditions, humid, wet, Uh, Mm -hmm. nasty conditions, Mm -hmm. that's where this lower millikelvin rating is going to, uh, you know, really help you. Uh, It's going to cut through some of that, and that's where you see the real image quality improvement uh, that's extremely noticeable. Also, they did put uh, a better lens in it. It's got a Mm -hmm. a 1.0 fast lens, a little better lens. Uh, There's a new battery locking system, Uh, basically, that's just that the battery compartment door locks in better. Uh, there's a little bit of a change with the battery. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, when I'm going through the specs, we'll kind of do that. And, um, seems like I'm missing something here. Oh, one thing I want to quickly talk about is you're going to hear it's a 35. You go well, wait a minute. The old's a 38. Uh, this is important guys. So the, the XQ38 was a 38 millimeter. This is a 35 millimeter immediately. The guys coming from the daytime world go, it's a downgrade. It's a downgrade. It went to a 35 millimeter. (laughs) Guys, it does not matter. It does not work like you think it works. These are uh, cameras. These are thermal (laughs) optics. And the difference in those three millimeters makes no difference. And I can promise you this you can put this 35 next to that 38 and this is a better unit. Okay. So uh, just, I know there's confusion when people hear that Uh, you you try to bring over what you know from the daytime world and it does not translate with thermal optics. So don't worry about that. Pulsar has already done this in some other optics like their Thermion, the more expensive optic, the, the Thermion XQ38 went to an XQ35 Pro as well. Again, improved sensor uh, there as well. Improved image quality over the previous XQ38. So I just want to say that I've already had some questions about that. Of Oh gosh, it's a downgrade because the, the <laughs> lens size changed. The lens is actually faster. It's a better wow. lens and those three millimeters aren't going to hurt you. And the field of view stays the same. So with that, let's jump right on into the specs of this unit. Again, we're talking about The Pulsar Talion XQ35 Pro, as I mentioned, it is $2,499.97. Again, as mentioned, 384 by 288 thermal resolution, 17 microns, sub 25 millikelvin NETD rating. It's a 50 Hertz refresh rate. It has a base magnification of two and a half power. It does have digital zoom that goes up to 10 power. It's got an AMOLED display. Uh, that display screen is a resolution of 1024 by 768. Uh, it is uh, has a 56 foot wide field of view at 100 yards. Uh, I'm going to come back to one spec here. I'll bring it back around. Um, they say it's got a 1,500-yard detection range. That is detection, not identification. When it comes to ID, um, you know, this is all a matter of opinion, a matter of experience. I think Hans and I would say, conservatively, realistically, a hog or a coyote, 250 yards, maybe even 300 yards in the right conditions. Larger animals, deer, um, you know, maybe a really big hog or cows, whatever. I mean, 300 plus, very, very easy there. But I think 250 to 300 is going to be a a safe conservative range for most people with a little bit of experience here uh, with this unit. So very good image quality and ID range. It does have video and audio recording built in internally. It's got 10 reticle options. It has Wi-Fi streaming for the uh, Pulsar Stream Vision 2 app. So you can stream right to your phone with that. Um, it's got an IPS 67 rating. Uh, that means it's fully waterproof, submersible to three foot for 30 minutes. It's also fully dustproof. Uh, one nice thing about the pulsars, we really like this, they have a very high recoil rating. So while most manufacturers are somewhere around topping out in that 308 caliber, uh, pulsar all of their units are a 375 H and H or a 12 gauge shotgun. So that is very, very high recoil. So you should be good to go there. Uh, the unit does have a full uh, three year warranty and it weighs 29 and a half ounces with the Zero Delta mount. And you go, what's the Zero Delta mount? Hans is gonna show you that in a minute. That's just the, the mount that, that uh, we're using with it. And uh, he'll show you that so you can see what it looks like uh, and you know show you the other mount options. Now I wanna bring this back around to something that we left off. And this is the battery. So this unit takes a fully removable, rechargeable uh, Pulsar proprietary battery. I'm holding one up right here. It's called an APS-5. And this is actually uh, a, a new battery that's called an APS-5T for Talion. All right. Now, uh, I, let, me, let me tell you this. The, the runtime, Hans tested this. This is a straight turn the unit on set it on the desk, Wi-Fi's not running, recording's not running, it's just sitting there. And he got about seven hours and 45 minutes on it. Um, I know that the -hmm. the Pulsar specs say nine hours. Uh, Again, we got 745. I think out in the field, uh, you're going to bring that down a little bit because you're going to be turning it off and on, uh, you know, recording, zooming, maybe using some Wi-Fi. But again, setting that baseline at somewhere around seven hours, I think is very reasonable. Uh, especially since, you know, we got 745. Now I want to just real quick, try to talk about this battery. So there's no confusion. Uh, It does come with this battery. Uh, The battery, if you want to buy extras, they are available. We have them at outdoorlegacygear.com. They are $79 a piece and, uh, or 79.97. So 80 bucks. This battery is a little bit different than the previous APS5s. So what came originally with the Talion XQ38 was this battery and this little thing. I don't know if you can see that, I'm gonna try to hold it. It's this little adapter here and these would slide off and on. And there were some people that were having trouble with that getting loose and coming off. So what Pulsar did was they've permanently attached these on the APS-5Ts. So Mm -hmm. that's what's going to come with your Talion XQ35. And this permanently attached works just fine with the previous Talion. All the Talions, the XG Talions, that's the 640s. -hmm. It works with that too. So the only difference is it's just permanently attached on there. You cannot take it off. So if you are looking for... A replacement battery. This is, the, this is the takeaway. If you're looking for a replacement mm-hmm. or a spare battery for any Talion that you own or will mm-hmm. own, you want a, a Pulsar APS-5T for Talion. See. That's it. That, mm-hmm. That's the takeaway. Costs the exact same amount as a regular APS-5. Uh, that's just permanently attached. All right. One more quick thing before Hans does the walk around. Guys, we want you to know something. Uh, We are so glad that you're here today to watch this show uh, or listen to this show. Uh, We hope that you're interested in this review. Uh, If you have any interest in this scope or anything else, any other night vision or thermal optics, we would love to have your business. Uh, this is what Hans and I do for a living, as well as other, other salesmen. Ashley, uh, our three ladies in the office, we're expanding uh, You know, our, our office staff for better customer service for you. We want to take care of you guys, and we would love to have your business. So you can give us a call at 877-350-1818. If you've got questions, you go, man, I don't know. Maybe this Talion is the scope for me. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm looking at something totally different. We will be glad to talk to you, hear a little more about your situation, make some suggestions. And then when you're ready to make that purchase, uh, you know, walk you right through that whole process as well. This is what we do. We love doing these reviews, testing these scopes. uh, But what keeps us going is the sales at Outdoor Legacy. So we would love to have your support uh, there. So Hans, give them the walk around.
0: Amen to that. Thank you, brother. I will say, uh, thank you for doing all the heavy lifting there with the specs and the differences, and even the, uh, the middle sales of the pitch. show. Even yeah, the, the middle pitch. of the show sales pitch. I was wondering. I was all like, right. man, it's thirteen minutes into the show. I hadn't even got a chance to talk yet. So, uh, but I'm glad to be here uh, in in the middle of the show, showing up. And I always like you doing the specs because it takes a load off of me. But let's talk about what comes with the Talion when you purchase it. What comes in the bag? Uh, Jason mentioned the mount. Um, we'll be talking about this mount later. This is the mount that comes with the optic. It is a very common, just uh, nothing special about it. Just uh, thumb screw uh, bolts right here to mount, uh, mount it to an AR style rifle or a Picatinny style. Anything with a Picatinny, uh, this will fit it. But it is a very basic mount. Uh, and we'll be talking about that soon. It does, uh, like Jason said, does come with a, uh, a battery on it. Uh, it does come with a rubber eye cup that you can put on here. I'm showing it right now without it. So I, I prefer this optic without the rubber eye cup. Uh, and then comes with a charging base, your, uh, the cables that you need, uh, a very nice bag uh, if you want to store it. If you like to keep it stored up in a, in a padded case, it's got that. But what comes with the optic, obviously the bag, you get the standard mount, you get the charging base, the battery, the USB-C cords. Uh, you also get a, a lens cle- a lens cleaning kit with a little, I guess it's a microfiber little towel that you can wipe the lens with. Uh, but let's take a look at this optic. Like, like Jason said, if you look at this and you look at the Italian uh, XQ38, uh, just glancing at it side by side, you're not going to notice a difference unless you see the tag on the side. Uh, I'm pointing at the wrong tag, <laughs> the tag on this side <laughs> uh, that shows the Italian uh, XQ35 Pro. But uh hinge loaded or spring loaded um, release on the uh, objective lens cover uh, you got your blue power button right here on the very front your I do love the I, I love the tally on that little turn wheel Jason right, probably, that's nice yeah yeah it, it's really nice uh, you know you got your menu button you got your record button when you get into the full menu this dial actually turns which goes through the menu very cool design eyepiece diopter focus uh, you've got your objective lens focus. It's just, it just turns up here by the, uh, by the bell of the, uh, of the optic. And then this is the zero Delta, the very high quality, very good return to zero locking quick release mount uh, that we sell with this scope. in uh, you're going to want it. I'll
1: just say We don't sell it with it. You mean we sell it as an option. I just want to be clear. Like, it doesn't Absolutely. come with it. You're going to... We're not giving out. it away. No. No, no, no. It's, uh, that is a high-end, American-made, very, good. very yep. good mount.
0: Yep, yep. So you can purchase that uh, additionally. And like I said, you're going to want a good mount. Uh, and and me, let me say
1: one more quick thing. Interrupt you, Hans. Uh, it, you can also use the Pulsar QD mount. So Pulsar has a very small... Quick detach mount, $99. It does work. We've used it for a whole lot of optics. um, And what people say, well, which one should I get? And I think this boils down to where you fall in, you know, the little Pulsar QD mount is about the same size as that. It's a hundred bucks. It works. It does the job. It returns to zero. Some people say, you know what? I want something made in America. I want it machined well. I want it to be high end. I want to know it when I pick it up. That's the zero Delta. It's 250 bucks. It's the real deal. It is the best design mount. It's So anyway, i just going to make the point that if that's what you're wanting, mm-hmm. uh, then the zero Delta is there. If you yeah. say, hey, you know what? If I can do kind of the same thing for hundred bucks, I'll do that. Then we've got that mount as well.
0: I mean, these zero Delta mounts with the spring loaded, you know, you push this yeah. uh, spring it's loaded bolt design. in and it's really, really easy. I mean, as far as getting it off and on, very quick and easy. I will say that. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about, let's do the likes and dislikes, Jason. Let's talk about that. And then we're going to get into, I, I know if if you want to see video through this uh, and you're listening to uh, us in the car, go check out the YouTube video because we're showing a ton, of, a, a ton of video with it. But let's talk about the likes and dislikes. We're going to get into general thoughts. We're going to talk about uh, if this optic is worth the upgrade, if you own the Talion XQ38 uh, 38 now, if you need to upgrade to the XQ35. So we'll be talking about that. But Let's start with the dislikes. I'll start because I, I think okay. that uh, I always make you go. Uh, but you I would say um the mount that comes with the optic is, is probably one of the, the bigger negatives on it. Now it's you know, thank goodness it comes with a mount. So thank you, mm-hmm. Pulsar. <laughs> but uh it is not a QD mount like I mentioned, you're gonna want an upgraded mount. It is it is a basic, basic mount that it will
1: as a bolt action guys, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I would say if, yeah, definitely with bolt action, but, uh, you're going to want an upgraded mount with this optic. If you are, especially if you are taking this on and off a bunch, or if you want to use it as a monocular, uh, you, you can do that, but I would mm-hmm. definitely get an upgraded mm-hmm. mount. Um, the only other, you know, negative, I, I wouldn't, I mean, there's not a lot. <laughs> I, I no. do think there's, there's some improvements here. Um, I guess the only thing that we can nitpick about Jason, um, it, you know, we talk about removable batteries and mm-hmm. internal batteries. This is a removable battery. I guess maybe it's, you know, Pulsar on their spec sheet says nine hours and it was actually in our test, seven hours and 45 minutes, which like you said, in normal <laughs> running Very conditions, cool. uh, it'll be yeah. uh, probably be less than that. especially cold weather, weather will be less than that. But uh, I mean, still eight hours is, is a good run. It's good run time on a single battery. You can't yeah. complain about that.
1: So, yeah, I think that I would say, um, I agree with you here, uh, you know, we're always going to complain a little bit just because we try to stay consistent. We'd love to see non-proprietary batteries. Um, I think there's, there's some issues we've run into with some non-proprietary batteries with consistency. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that's what Pulsar is trying to do here is they're trying to keep the experience of the user consistent because they control the batteries and There's something to that, okay? We have seen some issues with, you know, 18650s or generic batteries where it's, you know, you're just buying random batteries. And if you don't get a good brand, you don't know what you're getting. So, I mean, I think it's okay. The fact that it is fully removable is a big deal. I really like that. Uh, I I think one thing, uh, you know, Hans is right. Okay, the battery life may not be what it says on the spec sheet, but at the same time, I'm going to tell you something. Getting seven hours and 45 minutes off of a single $80 battery is yeah, very, good. very good, okay? So, I mean, you stop and think about that. You pick up a spare battery for another 80 bucks. You're basically going out there uh, with, I mean, w- with our bench test, you're going out with, what, uh, 16, almost, uh, 15 and a half hours of runtime. Bring that mm-hmm. down, even in cold weather, and you're talking about maybe 10, 12 hours of runtime. Good gosh! Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a full night for anybody in in the coldest conditions. So I think the the battery life. I've already switched over here to the likes. I think the battery life is is really really good on the unit. Um, I think some more likes for me is going to be the size of this unit. It is very small. It's easy to hold in your hand. If you, uh, you know, if you want to use this as a monocular, if this is something you want to take off and you know, I had a guy tell me, he's like, I'm really looking at this unit hard because I want to take something with me, deer hunting, just for scanning mm-hmm. around, maybe finding a, a deer if I shot it out in the field. I'm not going to have a monocular. Uh, and he was like, I want something pretty small. He was, would this fit down in my hunting bag? And I was like, man, this thing will just mm-hmm. slide right down in there. You wouldn't even know it was there. So I do like right. the size and the weight of it. Uh, Hans already mentioned it. I like that little little scroll wheel on the rear there, uh, how you Mm kind of move through the menu. It's, it's actually really ingenious. It it works really, really well. Uh, I like that a whole, whole lot. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, size, weight, um, the, the, the scroll wheel, the battery life, fully removable battery. There's a lot to like here.
0: Well, not to forget the price, <laughs> the <laughs> you know, price twenty and the twenty five hundred, yeah, twenty five hundred dollars for for an optic that is very good quality with, you know, again rechargeable batteries and all the video and audio, the Wi-Fi, you know, none of the features have been skimped on uh, compared to some of the other Pulsar models. So, I mean, you're getting a whole heck of a lot of good features. Uh, in a price category that still you know is considered entry level so yeah they they've put uh, and continue you know and they're continuing to upgrade this you know they had the Italian yeah. uh, xq38 they've upgraded this put a new sensor in it but the price is exactly the same as the previous model so okay
1: Hans let's spin off of that so I'm going to ask you this question straight up so okay. you got guys, so guys in on the this. script Th- so. this is not on the script so <laughs> the, you've got guys that are sitting there that already own the XQ thirty eight, and uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna double question this here. I'm gonna get you two <laughs> in one. So you got guys that already own the XQ thirty eight, and they're like, "You gotta yeah. be kidding! I just bought this thing. So do I need to go trash mine and, and buy a new one? That's, um, yeah. and, you know, it, it, is this a huge upgrade? A- am I rookie dude here? Do I need to upgrade? Uh, and secondary, what about this? What about the guy who says, "Well, hang on a minute." Um, you know, I found the XQ thirty eight out there. Somebody still got it, and and maybe it's on sale. Um, you know, should I just go ahead and buy the XQ thirty five for twenty five hundred? Maybe somebody's got the XQ thirty eight for a few hundred. Alt- what what do you what do you yeah. say to those two answers? Two questions,
0: but what do you say? Yeah, it's a good question, and 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 you may either disagree a little, or you may. Oh boy, well, this is off, off the of script, so we're gonna find out. <laughs> so what I would say is that the difference between the XQ38 and the XQ35 Pro, where you're going to see the big diff, biggest difference is in areas and in climates where there's a lot of humidity. Mm. I think that the Pro sensor has proven with the the Thermion Pros that have come out that it does perform better uh, in conditions that are not ideal or consider, considered ideal. Um, I think though, I, this, I guess the answer to the question is yes or no. Uh, if, I do not think that the XQ35 Pro, and this is where we might disagree, I don't think it gives you a further ID or detection range. I don't think you're gonna see or notice anything a much difference there unless you're in high humidity. So I would say if you're in Florida, if you're in Louisiana, Texas, all the areas that a lot of moisture in the air, high dew point, and you you find yourself struggling, Uh, on those nights with your Talion XQ38 to really get a good uh, ID on an animal, um, it might be worth the upgrade. Uh, I would say if you're happy with your Italian XQ38 and it does everything you need to do, um, then no, you probably don't need to upgrade. But I I would say, like I said, I don't think you're going to see any huge improvement with ID and detection range. Uh, But I do think that it definitely helps you on uh, nights when there's a lot of moisture in the air so
1: i, I agree yeah. now i'm gonna answer the question that you you skipped over and that was this that was no. part two and that was hey what if i you know should i not even look at the xq 38 if i still find one out oh, there yeah. or whatever because i know there's some floating around my answer to that is it depends um i think that if it's you know if you're saving a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars i probably wouldn't um, I would probably go on to the newest model. I do think that there is a couple hundred dollars of difference, in my opinion, of improved image quality. Uh, so, you know, I, I would say go on to the new one. I think if, you know, if the deal's good enough, if it's like ridiculous, uh, then then there's nothing wrong with that. I know there's a lot of guys who don't like the idea of buying something that is is discontinued already. It's like, I, I don't, I mean, mm-hmm. why would I want to do yeah. that? I want to buy the newest model. There's other guys that are like, you give me a good enough deal and I don't care. It was on the market, yeah. you know three weeks ago. you give me a big enough sale on it. I'll take it. so I think that's up to you. I think uh, you yeah. just yeah, I think you need to you need to decide if the if the the price is is good enough um, for for you to justify it. But I do think like Han said, if you're in really, really bad conditions, really poor conditions all the time, if you feel that your XQ 38 is struggling, Um, then it might be worth the upgrade. If you're happy with your scope, I would not. I will tell you, uh, this is something we'd like to do. Um, I did run the XQ38 uh, one-on-one eye, one-on-the-other. And I tell you what, this was actually kind of fun doing this because uh, when you take two scopes, and if they're they're different, if they look different, you know, I'm holding them. I know which one is which. But these two units, I took the XQ35 and an XQ38 out of the box, and again, without reading that little tag, you don't know which is which. I took those things, I took them home, and uh, I set them in there on top of my gun safe. And that night, when I went out to go run them side by side, I, I picked them both up. I had no idea which was in which hand. I even switched them around in my hands a couple of <laughs> times to make sure I was confused. Walked outside yeah. and put them on my eyes, one on each. I mean, literally, because uh, I'm thinking, this is the, this is a true Pepsi uh-huh. Coke challenge right here. Yeah. And, uh, it's funny because it was a it was a really good night. I mean, for for summer for here, it's 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 hot. It's it was pretty dry. We didn't have the humidity we'd been having. And I knew which one. I was pretty sure was the XQ35. I was like that. This, this is and I mean, but you know, I'm thinking it's the first time I've looked. This I could be wrong. Like maybe the xq 38s better. But I'm like this is the better one. Okay, it's, this is a little bit better. It's not wildly better, but it's a little bit better. And so. I went back inside. I'm holding my hand. I looked down and it says XQ35. So I, that's what I did. I put it back up, did the same thing, swapped them all around. And I went back out I, I, like the next night. and humidity was, was really up a little bit after dark and it was, it was nasty. And when I put them up that night to mods, it was very clear. There was no question yeah. like, okay, I know yeah. exactly which one I could. It was definitely cutting through that humidity. So anyway, there is yeah. a difference there. Um yeah. You know i think another question we always like to go over is is who is this unit good for who's it not good for and my opinion on this is that it's fantastic for pretty much most any hog hunter um you know with a two and a half power base mag uh, unless you're just really getting in there super close and you know doing everything at, at 30 40 yards you don't need the extra maybe half a power then you know okay Uh, But most hog hunters, it's going to be good for if you're doing most of your shooting in that 250 and under. Uh, And I would say, really, two and a half power, you want to keep most of those, your average shot under Mm -hmm. 125 yards. Um, You know, but again, it's very capable if you need to shoot out there further. I think for some coyote hunters, it will work well. Uh, I think again, you want to be, if you're a coyote hunter with this, you want to be keeping your your shots a little bit closer. I don't think your average shot needs to be 150 yards and you buying this two and a half power scope. I think you would be much better off buying uh, a minimum of a three power. Um, and, you know, if you're really doing a lot of 200 yard stuff, then you, you, might, you might even want a four power scope. But I, I would say that it needs to be for that person who's average shot is going to be below that 125 150 i mean really under 100 is going to be more ideal for your average shot although as hans and i've said here you know two, 250 uh maybe even in some c- perfect condition reaching out there to 300 could be possible with the scope uh, so that's kind of my opinion on on who it's good for
0: yeah i would agree with that too and I think that, uh, you know, with the price point at twenty dollars there's a lot of people, Jason, as you know, you and I know, when they call in, they seem to say, you know, a lot of them are like, hey, I need an optic under uh, $3,000, and mm-hmm. I coyote hunt, and I hog hunt, and, you know, my ranges are under mm-hmm. 200 yards, and, you know, that, that Talion model, even the previous one, it checks a lot of the boxes for people that are just trying to get out and have fun, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. they're not... It is for a serious hunter, and if you're doing it, you know, several times a week, this is something you can do. But guys now are getting out in the fields and trying to clear out hogs off property for deer hunter, you know, deer hunting, and trying to clear off coyotes, you know, that are chasing deer around. But uh, I'd say at two of that two and a half power range is perfect for just a lot of things. Just a very general, um, uh, general uh, starting point. Now I want to go back real quick to what you said about you know. finding an XQ38 for sale and if it's worth it and, and all that mm-hmm. and, and, and buying this. I, I generally, and I think you're right, it, it does depend on the price. But I really, you know, the idea of just spending new money, good money on an old, older or discontinued model, it, it would have to be a big discount for me to mm-hmm. want to be able to do that. And all like right. you said, uh, but uh, if you're, you know, if you're looking to buy one new or looking to buy the latest and greatest, I mean, definitely the XQ35 Pro is, is gonna be a better option just for, for, you know, if you're in a bad weather area or high humidity area, but that yeah. is it.
1: So, you know, talking about this unit, just a little bit more kind of the, the general usage of it. And I kind of want to go back to this magnification. Um, Pulsar is one of the only companies who has some scopes in that two and a half power range. Um, that's that's kind of a it's it's a weird no man's land because uh most most manufacturers are going to be at two power or three power and and i kind of like the two and a half i think it splits the difference a little bit but i definitely i want to i want to say this as a hog hunter and i do primarily hog hunting if you are, you know, if you're in the south and you're in the brush and you're maybe in the woods and you're hunting down log roads or, or log sets or, or small food plots or whatever, if you're doing that, you might actually not want the two and a half. The, the, the half might be a little bit too much for you, especially yeah. if you get in the woods. Um, but again, if you get in a normal size field and, you know, you're shooting, again, normally over 30, 40 yards. Not that you can't shoot closer. Okay. Just going right. to, you're going to narrow that, that field of view and just have a lot of magnification if you're at, you know, 10 yards. But the, the two and a half is okay there. But I would say that uh, I'm, I'm just kind of bringing this back to this. I was thinking about this magnification. What I don't want is I don't want a guy who is shooting nothing but coyotes and they are all at 75 or 100 minimum. I don't think this is the right scope for that. I mean, the two and a half is close, but it's just not quite there. I think when you get into that three power, I think that's going to be a little bit more of a benefit to you. But what Mm -hmm. I do like about the two and a half is that the guys who, you know, Hans, we get this and this is kind of where I fall into a lot of times. I'm primarily a hog hunter, but if a coyote runs out, He's not going to get a freebie, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, or, yeah. or we may, you know what? The hogs aren't around right now. Let's go out there to that pasture and go call some coyotes tonight. Cause that's we're tired of sitting here. No hogs on the corn piles. You still do have that little extra half. You are splitting the difference. So I would yeah. say, you know, it, it, that's going to be better for you than the two power when you go out there into that big field. And maybe you do have to shoot one at, you know, 250. I think you're going to be able to do that better. And I do think this image quality is a little bit better than some of the competitors in this $2,500 price range. So I think you're going to have a little further ID range plus a little extra magnification might get you that extra 50-yard shot that you couldn't take with some of the other optics.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe you are right, sir. So, have we wrapped this up? Anything else you want to talk I about? I think style? so. I mean, have we okay. left
1: anything out? We've told them about no, the price, told them so. about the features, told them how good it is.
0: I don't think um, so, I know
1: you, you got some some video I know you've shown in here. Guys, if you're listening to this on one of the audio-only versions... Uh, and you want to see not only what the optic looks like but kind of what you know what image quality you can expect jump over to youtube Uh, i know we put the video on spotify as well you can watch it there but on youtube uh, it's all the videos there we've got video that both hans and i got out in the field with this thing so you can kind of get some idea of what you know hogs and animals are going to look like at some different ranges
0: so if this gig doesn't work out, Jason, I, I think I'm, I'm saving all these clips and stuff, and I'm going to send them to uh, like National Geographic mm. and see if I can get to be a videographer for them. Because, I mean, yeah, I'm getting well, in close to the You better hope this aren't. gig works.
1: That's all I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly right. So if you are looking to purchase the Talion XQ35 Pro or any Pulsar thermal scope, you can give us a call eight seven seven three five zero one eight one eight 877 350 um, you can talk to me, Jason, Ashley, you can pause this video in the middle of it and give us a call if you want to. Uh, or if you want to check out, you know, some more, op- uh, more videos, more optics, uh, if you want to kind of see how this compares to other things, give us a call. We'd love to uh, talk to you about it and we'd love to earn your business. If you're looking for past episodes of the late night vision show, uh, the late If you're looking for, if you want to search for past episodes, The best way to do it's on YouTube. Uh, We send a lot of people that call in and want to know about scopes. We send them to our videos quite a bit so they can get a chance to see what the optic looks like and what the videos look like. And the best way to do that in the search form is on YouTube. So if you want to know, uh, if you want to see this and then go look back at the previous uh, XQ38, Talion XQ38 review, just go to YouTube, type in the late night vision show, Talion XQ38. Um, if it doesn't pop up, that means we have not reviewed it or we don't sell it, uh, or it, it's something or in the between YouTube but, results are bad or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's best, one of the best ways to find it. Now, uh, if you want to find Jason on his social, uh, platforms, you can find him on Facebook, on Instagram and on YouTube at outdoor legacy. You can find, uh, Ashley Rowe, uh, on, uh, uh Instagram and Facebook and, YouTube, that's row ETX. And then you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Hans ETX. This has been episode 275. And um, who knows what next week brings? Nobody that's knows right. at this point, but it'll bring yeah. something, I promise you. Guys, <laughs> we got
1: some more optics coming. Pulsar has got more optics coming. Uh, we've got the, the uh, brand new uh, mm-hmm. high-end thermal handhelds, the Telos. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to be replacing the... Uh, the workhorse of the handheld line for Pulsar, which is the Helion. Uh, These units are incoming. They're coming in very soon, hopefully before the end of August. We're going to have the Telos XP50. Uh, It's Mm going to be $3,500, and you're going to have the Telos XP50 laser rangefinder, LRF model. It's going to be uh, $4,000, dollars dollars 99 We are anticipating those coming very soon. We're taking back orders uh, with a $250 deposit. If you're watching this and this may be months down the road, those units are probably already here. Uh, We hope to have them in stock uh, very soon, but uh, be watching. We're going to be reviewing those this fall. Uh, I think there's some more cool stuff coming. Mm -hmm. We're very excited about Uh, guys. If you're looking for the latest and the greatest in night vision and thermal optics, uh, rest assured, you're going to see it on this show. Uh, If you're looking for the the latest breaking news in the industry of what's going on and, and where the industry is going and what the manufacturers are doing, you're going to see that on the show. Uh, Also, we're going to take some time. We're probably going to do it maybe next week where we don't do a review. As you'll see, a lot of the shows we go into and we talk about, uh, we answer questions that you have, or we talk about uh, topics of, you know, how we do things or, or, you know, what our opinions are on things. And you may disagree, and that's cool. Uh, we don't care. We, we try to, to put interesting topics out uh, that, that are, you know, not just reviews. So all mm. of that is here on this channel, and we hope that uh, you can find something that you enjoy here. So. Between now and next week's episode, uh, we hope you all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes.